0: Shast Illuminated presents the following shiir by Rabbi Eliezer Sherwinter. Mesechah's p'sachim has been dedicated to ili Ribzev Rebzev ben Yehuda. The Gemara on the Zayin Omed Aleph is coming to explain that that the Gemara brought down on the bottom of the Faman Vav Omed Beis if one is allowed to be oitha, Passover on Pesach or not. B'shameh says that one is not allowed to bake a Passover on Pesach. One is not allowed to bake a Passover on Pesach. B'shameh says that one is allowed to bake a Passover on Pesach. The Gemara explains the kama Amr over. Huna of Huna explains the size of Passover is a Tefach. Like Rashi explains the Rav Huna was coming to say that that the Beisheel allows you to be oifah, over, is even if the pass is thick, a tefach. And still, Beisheel holds, one does not have to worry that the pass will turn into chametz. And if one uh, brings a rayah, shekei we find by lechem that even the lechem cannot be brought as chametz. The can only be brought as matzah. Still, the size of lechem ha'panim a tefach. So one sees that even by a tafach, one does not have to be concerned about chametz. Even if it's as thick as the size of a tafach. And therefore, Huna explains, that that the Beishul allows you to be oifah pasavas, even if the pass is thick, the size of a tafach, still Beishul holds one does not have to be worried that the pass will turn into chametz, just like we find by upon him. So in that, a asks the following kash. A asks, How can you go? And explain that according to Beisullah, one is allowed to bake a pass the thickness of a tafakh. Based on a ray of Machmah Panim that we find by lachma upon that the Machmah themselves were a tafakh and one did not have to worry that the Machmah Panim would turn into chomets. So Beisullah asks that one cannot wear an out Machmah Panim. says five reasons to differentiate between Machmah Panim and any other way of baking Passover. And therefore only by upon him do we say that one does not have to be concerned about the fact that the pass, even though it is a thickness of a Tavach, will turn into chametz. But any other over, one would have to be concerned that the pass will turn into chametz. Tomorrow goes on to say that the Machoikas is not referring to the thickness of the pas. But, like the Gemara explains, Meishamai and Meishilal are arguing as far as every Yantif is concerned. If one is allowed to bake past merubah, if one is allowed to bake a lot of pass, Meishamai holds that one is not allowed to bake a lot of pass on Yantif. Like the Gemara explains, the Katarach, Terchadu in other words, it is an unnecessary tercha involved with baking a lot of pass. And meso on the other hand, is matters. In other words, like the Gemara's Maskana, the G'mara ends off at the Machoikes B'Sham and B'Shol, that the B'Sham and argued by Passover is not referring to the thickness of the pass, which would be referring to the Hetzir of Athia on Pesach, but the Machoikes B'Sham and B'Shol is referring to a lot of pass which is not exclusive to Pesach, but to every Yontif as well. Now, one has to know, according to Imars Maskana, the Yomar ends off by saying that Machoikesh and Beso is not referring to Pesach. Machoikesh B'Shamayim B'Shol is referring to every Yontif. Is there a to be oitha, pas, meruba on every Yontif or not? Or are we worried about that, that he's doing unnecessary tercha? Now, one has to know, is there a heter to be oitha Passover? Is there a hetter to bake thick pass on Pesach? Or do we say that there is no heter to bake thick pass on Pesach because we're, we are worried about the fact that if someone bakes Passover on Pesach, the pass might turn into chametz. So we find three shittas as far as the halach of Passover on Pesach. The Morgon Avram, in Siman Tav Samech, Dalet says, that, that according to the Gemara's Maskana, that the Gemara explains, that that the B'Sham argue on Passover is not referring to thick pass on Pesach. But yet, the Malchik of B'Sham is referring to if one is allowed to bake a lot of pass on Yontif. According to the Gemara's Maskana, we have no source at all to pass Passover. In other words, we have no Raya that on Pesach one should be concerned on baking Passover because the Passover might turn into chametz. According to the Mahers maskana one would be allowed to bake Passover on Pesach without having to worry that the Passover might turn into chametz. That is the Shitzah of the Mughan of Rome. The Mechaber, on the other hand, in Simen Tafsamech Sith Hay says as follows, Ein Oisin Bepesach Passover Tavach. One cannot make on Pesach a Passover that is thick the size of a tefach. In other words, the Machaber understands that even Lamaskanis HaGemar, that the Gemara explains, Machay Kesbe and is not referring to Passover, but yet it is referring to baking a lot of Pas on Yantsef, yet the halacha stays that one cannot bake Passover, and what is considered Passover? Even the size of a tefach. In other words, the Gemara and the Havmina understood, according to Avhuna that that the Besolah allows one to make pasava is even if the pass is thick the size of a Tafach. And Avhuna brought a Raya. from that that we find by Lechma upon him, that even though, even though the Lechma upon him were the size of a Tafach still, one did not have to be concerned about chametz, But yet, after Rabbi Yisaf asks the Kasha, the one cannot bring Raya from Lechma upon him, we are left that even a tafakh is asr. And even by tafakh one has to be concerned at the pass, the size of a tafakh will turn into chametz. That is the shita of the mechaber. The ritva, on the other hand, holds that even less than a tafakh is asr. The ritva says that according to the Gemara's maskana, that explains the machoikes Meshama, and Beso is not referring to the thickness of the pass. But yet, they are arguing about if one can bake a lot of pass on Yontif, we have no makar that Beishele is matter to bake a thick pass on Pesach. And therefore, even less than a tefach is aser. That is the shita of the Ritzvah. And to explain these three shitas. One has to go back to the kasha of Rabbi on Rav Huna. Again, Rav Huna brought a raya from that that we find by Lachma upon him. That the Lachma upon were the size of a tefach. From there, Rav Huna brought a raya that they still, that, that that is mater pass over Pesach is matter even if the pass is as thick as a tefach. On that, basis, I base asked the following kasha, on that, basis, I of asked, you cannot bring your eye from upon him, because the lechma upon him, there are other reasons why one would not have to be concerned about the fact that the lechma upon him might turn into chametz. Like the explains, that based on how the lechma upon him were baked, and based on who baked the lechma upon him, that is why one does not have to be concerned that the lechma upon him, even though they are as thick as the tevach, will not turn into chametz. But yet... By every pass the thickness of a tafakh one would have to be concerned at the pass might turn into chametz. the simple pshat in the is as follows. The Rebbe Yisif was coming to argue on of raya. You of Huna a raya. From that they find by, by lacham upon him, lacham upon him, him were as thick as a tafakh That even by pass the thickness of a tafakh one does not have to be concerned about chametz. Rabbi Yisrael says, you cannot bring a raya from lachma upon him. Because the upon him, there were other reasons why one did not have to be concerned about the fact that lachma upon him might turn into chametz, even though they were as thick as a tafach. According to this pshat, that that the Gemara goes on to say, a different pshat in the machoikes beshame and m'sol, the beshame and are not arguing by Pesach, if one is allowed to bake, thick pas. But yet they are arguing about if one is allowed to bake a lot of pas on is not based on Abayesiv's kasha. In other words, all Abayesiv came to do was to argue on the raya of Rav Huna. In other words, how can you Rav Huna prove from Rachma upon that the silo is matzir even if the pas is thick You cannot bring a raya from Rachma upon But even after Abayesiv's kasha, the Gemara could still have learned. That the machoikes beishamayim and beisulah is referring to thick pass. If one is allowed to bake thick pass on Pesach, if one has to be concerned about chametz or not, all Rabbi Yisuf came to do was argue on who knows So according to this pshat, that that the Gemara maskana explains the machoikes beishamayim and Beso that, that they are not referring to thick pass, but yet they are they are referring to a hetzer of a fierce pasova, which the Gemara explains means pass on Yontif is based on how Rabbeinu HaKadosh himself explained the Machlekes B'Shamay and B'Shol like the Gemara brings down the Amir of Yirma Bar'a Ba'amir Av'shelos Hasrebi Be'yichod Ammonu Rabbeinu HaKadosh May Pasava Pasmeruba in other words Rabbeinu HaKadosh himself explains that the Machlekes B'Shamay and B'Shol is referring to Pasmeruba not Pasava meaning thick pass and that is why the Gemara fell off from explaining that the Malchoykes, Be'Shameh and is exclusive to Pesach. So if one learns like that, there is no makar that according to the Mars Maskana there should be any iser whatsoever by thick pass on Pesach. And therefore, like the Mugen of Ram says, in Mascana one would be allowed to bake Passover on Pesach and not have to be concerned that the pass, based on the fact that it's thick, will turn into chametz. That is how the Chayyah the Mogan of Rome weren't Agamar. From the Mechaber and the Ritval, one sees that they weren't Agamar otherwise. From the Mechaber and the Ritval, one sees that they weren't. That, that the Gemara went and explained the Mahchoykes, Beishamay and Beiso, that Beishamay and Beiso not arguing about baking thick Pasan Pesach, but yet they were arguing about baking a lot of Pasan Yontef was based on Rabbi Yisif's Kasha. In other words, it is because of the kasha of Rabbi Yisif that the Gemara fell off from the pshat of Rav Huna that we're referring to a thick pass. To Rabbi Yisif's kasha the Gemara understood that and Yisrael was referring to a thick pass. After Rabbi Yisif's kasha and because of Rabbi Yisif's kasha that is why the Gemara had to say a new pshat. Now to explain why based on Rabbi Yisif's kasha the Gemara had to fall off from the explanation of of Rav Huna, the Passover, is referring to thick pass, one could explain the kasha of Rebiseth in one of two ways. The simple pshat, that one could explain Rebiseth's kasha, is as follows. Rebiseth was asking, how can you say that the makhroikis b'shamah and Beissel is referring to Passover, and Beissel is mater Passover, how could there possibly be a hetter Passover, even though you find by Lechma upon it? That even though Lachma Ha'aponim is thick of a tefach, still one does, not, one does not have to be concerned about chametz. That is halacha that is exclusive to Lachem Ha'aponim based on the way the Lachem Ha'aponim are made and based on who makes the Lachem Ha'aponim. But, by any other pasava, one for sure has to be concerned about the fact that because of the thickness of the past, the past might turn into chametz, And therefore, B'esuf is saying that since... You do not have a right, Machanam You have no right to explain the Machoikes be and be by Passover, by thick Pass on Pesach, because even like be there is no hetzer of Passover on Pesach, and therefore, according to this pshat, even less than a Tefachu be because again, Rabbi Yisif is asking that you have no right to explain the Machoikes be and be by thick pass on Pesach because there is no hetzer of thick pass on Pesach and you don't bring miraif ...from upon him that we find that even where the pass is thick still we are not concerned about chamas because machmal upon him is an exception and therefore there is no hetzer pass over at all on Pesach and that is the basis of the retfod that that the retfod says that there is an iser of even pachas mitafachas because he understood. That Yosef was asking a kasha misfor. In other words, Yosef was asking that one has to be worried about baking thick pas on Pesach. And he wasn't just coming to argue on the raya of Rav from upon him. What he was saying was as follows. Yosef was saying that since you have no raya of M'lachma upon him, therefore the svara is that any Pasava one has to be concerned that maybe based on the thickness of the past, the past will turn into chametz, And therefore, according to this pshat, even less than a tafach, one would have to be concerned that the past will turn into chametz. From that, that the Mechaber learns from our Gemara, that even umaskanas hagemara still there is an iser to be oitha, past the thickness of a tafach, but yet, less than a tafach is mutter, like the Chayk Yaakov in Sefkat and and the Pichadish explain, we see that they learned to Beishev's kasha differently. They learned to Beishev's kasha as follows. In other words, the Gemara understood that in order to explain the Machlokes and Beisilah by Passava by by a thick pass, the only pass that's considered thick is only if the pass is the size of a Tefach. That is the only time such a pass is considered pass-over. Only if it's the thickness of a tafakh. And therefore, if Huna had to go bring Uriah, then in order to explain Beisul's hatur, that Beisul's matur even pass-over, which means pass that's thick the size of a tafakh, one has to bring Uriah that even by pass that is the thickness of a tafakh, still one does not have to be concerned about Chamat. So Huna needed to arrive Machma upon to be able to explain Pas'ava means thick pass, which the Gemara assume means pass the thickness of a Tafach. So Zakhtar Abhishev, Mask for has the you cannot possibly be matter over the size of a Tafach, because Pas'ava the size of a Tafach again, Minasvara has a Kshash Chimot. And Minasvara one has to be concerned about Chimot. And the Yisuf went and said, don't bring me a from upon him to prove otherwise that even where you have the thickness of a tafakh, still one does not have to be concerned about Khamit, because again upon him is an exception. and therefore, since one cannot prove from upon him to allow one to bake past the thickness of a tafakh, therefore, if there's no heter, of a pass, the thickness of a Tafakh, one no longer has a right to learn the Machlekes in B'Shol is referring to thick pass. Because again, the only pass that is considered thick is the size of a Tavach. And therefore, the Shulchan goes and says, the Mechaber says, that even Omaskan gemara, that the Gemara fell off from learning that the Machlekes in B'Shol was referring to a pass, a thick pass on Pesach, but yet, one sees from the svara of Rabbi Yisef that a tefach is osir. But again, only a tefach is osir. Less than a tefach will be motzer. It comes out that there are three shittes where is: there a hatzor to be Uitha pass over on Pesach. To Mogen Avram, shita is l'maskonis Hagomara One is allowed to bake passover and tefach without having to be concerned that the pass will turn into chametz. The Mechaber, on the other hand, holds that one has to be concerned that pass, thick pass, will turn into chametz. But yet, the Mechaber says that is only if the pass is as thick of a tefach. If the pass is less than a tefach, then one does not have to be worried that the pass will turn into chametz. Ritva, on the other hand, is Machmir, and holds that even less than a tefach, one has to be worried that the path will turn into chametz. The Ritva goes on and says the following Kiddush. The Ritva says, That is the reason behind the Minig, that the Ilam is Noyig, to make very thin Matzah. And the Ritva says, In other words, to make the Matzah with which one is Yitzhi, his Chiyah, very thin. And the Mishnaburah in his B'yaracha and Siman Tav Samech explains as follows, that even though the Ritzvah just got finished saying, that one has to be careful not to make Passover, even less than a tafach. but again, that is only Passover. But that would not obligate one to make Matzah Daka, in other words, very thin Matzah. As long as the Matzah is not over, one would not have to worry about chametz. But yet the Ritzvah says that the minig is to be makped. That for the matzah sholcheiva they make the matzah da'ka. In other words, not 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 only not ova, but especially thin. And the obvious question is that what is the difference between matzah sholcheiva, with which the minig is to be makped, to make matzah da'ka, to make very thin matzah, more than matzah with which one eats the rest of Pesach. That even though one cannot make matzah ova like the ritzvah, which means even less than the tafach, but yet the matzah didn't have to be thin. So the beer halacha again explains that that, that that the ritzvah said that the ilam was to make matzah shalchayva daka is based on the fact that matzah shalchayva needs shmira yaseira. In other words, to be able to be yitei one's chiyuv matzah, one has to be shomer the matzah that there shouldn't be even the slightest chash of chametz, and therefore that is pshat that the minoga ulam must make matzah daka in order that there shouldn't be even the slightest chash of chametz, because in order for the matzah to be considered mishtereres, in order to be yayte the din shimur. Which matzah shall mitzvah needs it has to be mishtameres. One has to make sure one has to be shomer the matzah from the slightest chash chametz. And so too one sees in the Gemara Vaita. The Gemara Vaita brings down a verse: of Rabbanon yaiten one his matzah pas in other words, one can be yate his chiyot matzah, like Rashi explains, is referring to matzah, that one went and formed a picture into the matzah. Even with such a matzah, one can be his chiyot. And the Gemara goes on to say, that even though one cannot go... And make in to In other words, one cannot go and form a picture into the matzah, because we are chayishesh for chimot. But yet, b'di it is mutter. And the cache is again, if the if we are coming to say a Chiddush, that even though one cannot go and form a picture into the matzah, because one has to be chayishesh for chimot, one has to be chayishesh that during the time it takes to form the picture. The Matzah will turn into Chametz. Why did the Tanah of the Bresa tell us that Chiddush by telling us that one could be Yeitze with Matzah, Hametzuyer on Pesach? That has nothing to do with being Yeitze Yechiv Matzah, that one could be Yeitze with Matzah with Sreken Hametzuyaren. The Tanah should have said that Sreken Hametzuyaren is Motubidi Evet. So again, one clearly sees that the reason why the Tana of the Braisa chose to tell us this Chiddush in a way that one could be Yeriteh is In other words, there is an extra Chiddush that one could be Yeriteh is with Shreiken and Because I would have thought that even over the evidence mutter the rest of Pesach, because with the evidence, if one made it already, one does not have to be worried that it turned into chametz. But yet, still, I would have said that one cannot be yotzei without Matzah his chiyom matza. because in order for one to be yotzei, your chiyom there ha- has to be mishumar from the slightest suspicion of chametz. If there is even the slightest Shash of chametz, it is not considered mishtermeres, and one cannot be yotzei without matzah his chiyom matza. So therefore, the Tana of the Brisa chose to tell us the Chiddush by that that one can be Yitei with Sreikan and Matzuyarin. In other words, there is no Chash Chametz whatsoever. But for the there is no Chash Chametz whatsoever. And therefore, the Tana of the Brisa says that is the reason why one can be Yitei is Chiyamata with Sreikan and Matzuyarin. Now, before we go to the more that talks about Chiyav that talks about what you need to be chayav b'chala. I'd like to give the following Hakdama. We find that as far as the Chiyuv Chala is concerned, there are two Psakim, which speak about the Chiyuv Chala. The first Pasuk is in Bamidbar Kapitol Tesvav, Pasuk The Pasuk says, V'hoya ba'achalcha melechem ha'oret tarimu truma in other words, the Pasik says when someone eats mi lechem then he's mochuyiv tarimu truma, which is referring to chala, he's to give chala le'ashem. That is the first pasik that refers to the chi of chala. And one sees from the Pasik that the chi of chala is dependent upon that, that it is considered lechem. Like the Pasik says, v'ahoya ba'chalcha mi lechem al-aret. In other words, the chi of chala is a chi of chala from something that is considered lechem like we'll see in the Gemara, that the toyas lechem, in other words, what is considered lechem for challah, is considered lechem for matzah. Because as far as matzah is concerned, we find that for one, to be is of matzah, he needs to eat lechem, like the Prasuk says, lechem ayini. And therefore, as far as whatever qualifies as lechem, for one, qualifies as lechem for the other. In other words, if it's considered lechem for matzah, so too it is considered lechem for chala, and vice versa. Whatever is considered lechem for chala is considered lechem for matzah. Now let's go on t- to the next Pasuk. In Pasuk, the Pasuk says as follows, Reishas harisa yiseicham chala that a person is m'chuyiv, to be take off truma, which again is referring to chala from reishis, arisa yaseichem. Now how does one define arisa yaseichem? So we find in Rashi, and Brachas, Tafam, and Zayin, and Mubais. And so too in Rishalmi and chala, per kimar, aleph. That arisa yaseichem is referring to when the flour and water are mixed together. And the ter is telling us that Seichem, in other words, when the flour and water are mixed together, at that point, one is Mukhuyev to take off Chuma. Now from this Pasuk one sees that even before the time of Athiya, even before the Isa is baked, still there is Chal a Chala from the time of when the kamach and water are mixed together, which in the Russian of the Mishnah is called Gilgal. In other words, Gilgal is referring to the point of time in which the kamach, the flour and water are mixed together. And at that time, the Pasuk says at that point of time, that is when the chaleis chile chale of is chal. That is when one is mechuyiv to take off chale. And so too we find the Mishnah and Perkimov of Mishnah Aleph. The Mishnah says that from the point of go and on, if someone eats from the point of when the flour was mixed with water, Misa, in other words from that point of time it is considered teva. and therefore if someone eats from that point of time and on he's Chayiv Misa. Because again, from the Pasek, one sees that the Chil of Chala starts from when the Kamakh and water from the flower and water are mixed together. Now, one has to know, is that that we said? That the Chil of Chala starts from when the kamach and water are mixed together based on the Pasek of seichem? does that mean that from that point of on, that's when it is considered Lechem. In other words, that that the Pasach said in Pasach Yatesh, V'hoya b'achalchem y'lechem is referring to the time of Gogol. In other words, from when is it considered Lechem? It is considered Lechem from the time of which you mix the flour and water together. Is that the P'shat and Pasach Chaf Reishas or do we say that even though, no, it's only considered Lechem from the time of afia and onwards. But yet, in Pasuk Chof, it was in schadish that the Chiyuv Chala starts even before that point. Even before the point of time of which it is considered Lechem. Yet, we say that from the time that one mixes a flour and water together from that time, it's Chal, the Even though it is not yet considered Lechem. Now let's go a step further. What would happen if someone had Isa without Gogol? In other words, if someone had Isa without actually going and mixing the flour and water together. Do we say that since the Torah says yis, yis, in order to have a you need Gogol or do we say that even without Gogol the Isa So again, let's go back to the previous tutsdaden that we said before. We asked the following Shiloh. Do we say that when the Torah said that we say Seichem. what that means to say is that from the time of Gilgal, from the time of when the flower and water are mixed together, from that time on it's considered Lechem. Or do we say that really from that time on it is not considered lechem? But yet the of Chala starts from the time of Gogol even though it is not yet considered lechem till the time of, till the time of afia, till the time that it's actually baked. So again, according to the first sad that 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 the Torah said, is because from that point on it is considered lechem. So according to that sad, there is no reason. Why for the chi of one should you need gogol? In other words, that that the Torah said, reish, reish arisa that that the Torah said, from the time of gogol and on, it is Chayev Bekhala, it is based on the fact that from that point of time and on, it's considered lechem. But let's say you would have lechem without gogol, if something could be considered lechem without gogol, then even though there was no gogol, it will be Chayev Es there is no halacha that one needs Gogol. Gogol is only a way in which the Isa is considered lechem. The Issa is considered lechem without Gogol. The Issa will be bechala, even without Gogol. But according to the second sad, that that, that the Torah said, Rashi's I say Seichem is because the Torah is telling us that even though it's only considered lechem, from the time of Athian onwards, but yet the Khiv of is chal from Gogol, now, one could understand this halach in one of two ways. Do we say that, that the Torah is telling us, even though it's not yet considered lechem, but yet the of Chala precedes that, precedes the time from which it is considered lechem, and therefore the of Chala could be, could be chal earlier, or do we say that the Torah is telling us that by chala, the Mechaiv, the chala, what creates the of Chala is the Gogol. The Gogol is what creates the chala, And for that reason we say that from the time of Gogol and on its Khayevis bechala because the Gogol is what creates the chala, And therefore, if one would have Isa without Gogol, since the Gogol is what creates the chala, without Gogol there is no chala whatsoever. So again, according to the first Salah, that the Din Gogol is because through the Gogol it's considered Lechem. So in other words, according to that Tzad, there is only one Halacha and Chala. The Halacha of Chala is that you need Lechem in order for it to be And therefore, anything that's considered Lechem is Chayev Espechala. But according to the second Tzad, one could say that, that that the Torah said that from the time of Gilgal, even though it is not yet Lechem, is not because the Torah is being Mechadish that the of Chala could precede that that it is considered Lechem. But yet the Torah is telling us much more. The Torah is telling us that the, that the Mechayiv Bechala, what creates this Chiyav Chala? The of Chala is created with Gogol. And therefore, if one would not have Gogol, there will not be a of Chala whatsoever. So now let's go on to the Gemara. The Gemara says, that On Amud the Gemara brings out a Machlekes, be-shamay and Beis What is that locha by Him Isa and Echlita? Himi Isa, the Gemara explains, that he put Kemach on top of boiling hot water. Echlita means, he put boiling hot water on top of Kemach. So there is a Machlekes, Beishamai and Beis if this Isa is Chayeves, Bechala, or Petura Menachala. Now to explain the Machlekes Beishamai and Beishil we find the Machlekes Rishenim. Rabbi Reina in Brachas Tavchaflov on Beis explains that Beishamai and Beishil are arguing in the following Shiloh. Rabbi Reina explains him Issa and means that you poured boiling hot water on flour or you put the flour in boiling, in boiling hot water but there was no Gilgul whatsoever. In other words he didn't go and mix the flour and water. All he did was he boiled the kemak with boiling hot water, but there was there was no gogol, there was no procedure of gogol, and therefore Ben Yena explains is do you need gogol for chil of Again, the previous shaila that we said before does one need gogol in order to have a chil According to Ben Yena. That itself is the Machlekes and Besilo. Do you need Gogol for Chivchala? Rashi, on the other hand, the understands we're talking about a case that there was Lisha. And the only question is, is Boiled Kemach considered Lechem or not? In other words, we're talking about a case that he went and made a Gogol. And the Machlekes and B'Shilo is... Do we say that since he went and boiled this kamach, could this kamach, could this isa with boiled kamach be considered lechem, or do we say that once it was boiled, the isa can no longer be considered lechem? That is how Rashi explains the machloekes be and be So again, according to Rabbi the machloekes be shama and be is if one has isa without gogol. Do we say that without gogol, it's impossible for the isa to be chayevus bechala? Because again, Gogol is the of Bechala. Gogol is what creates the Chivchala. Or do we say that even without Gogol the isa could be That is how Rebbein Yerina explains the Machoikis. From Rashi, on the other hand, we see that everyone agrees that without Gogol there is no Chivchala. Because again, Gogol is what creates the Chivchala. And therefore, if there is no Gogol, that's Parshat that there is no Chivchala. The Machoikis is... That the B'Sham and B'Shal argue. And there is a man, the Amr, that holds him is because we're talking about a case that there was Gogol, that there was Elisha. The Machlaikis B'Sham and is, if we say that Kemach that was cooked, is Kemach that was cooked able to have a Torah's Lechem or not. That is how Rashi explains the Machlekes. So now, let's look carefully at Rashi. Rashi says we're talking about a case, the Qayda Mu'ishasan M'vushalan B'Rizchamein. In other words, before he needed the Kemach in water, the Kemach was already cooked in boiling hot water. So from Rashi, one sees that had the Uisha bin, before he boiled it up in water, in other words, had he first done a Uisha, from Rashi, one sees that then according to everyone, the Isa would be chayaves bechala. The homa HaKolik says if the Uisha came after it was boiled. So again, from Rashi we see two chidushim. First of all, from Rashi one sees that everyone agrees that without Uisha, the Isa is p'turim and Because again, for the Isa to be chayaves bechala, you need the Gilgal to create the chayaves chala. And the Gilgul is not just an order that the Isha should be considered lechem, but yet the Gilgul is what creates the Chi of chala. And therefore if there is no Isha, according to everyone, it will be true and a chala. That is the first Chiddush 1 season Rashi. The second Chiddush 1 season Rashi is that had the Isha been done before the Bishal, had the Isha been done before the Kamach was cooked, then again, according to everyone, the Isha will be chayades be chala. To understand the Chiddush of Rashi, one could explain the Alachar of Rashi in one of two ways. One way one could explain the Chiddush of Rashi is again based on what we said before, that from the time of Gogol, the Isa is considered Lechem. And therefore one could say as follows, one could say that if the Lisha took place before the bishol even if you hold a Kamech Basha. Isa that was made with Kamech Basha is not considered Lechem, but since it has a Teres Lechem already from the time of Gilgal, therefore, that that it has a Teres Lechem, once it was Chal Teres lechem, that Teres Lechem stays forever. It stays Lechem even after the Bishop. Because it's already considered Lechem. That is one way one could understand the Chiddush of Rashi. The other way one can understand the Khadish of Rashi is as follows: Even though from the time of Wisha it is not yet considered Lechem, but again from the time of Visha it is Chal the Chala the Chala is Chal from the time of Wisha based on the Pasik May Reshes say Ayseichem that even though it's not considered Lechem, still the Chil Chala is Chal from the time of Gogol. So therefore, one could say that once the chiv chala is chal, since the chiv chala, chala was chal, it doesn't make a difference if he went and cooked it later. Because the Khiv chala was chal already. Though again, in Rashi himself, the only way to understand the khidish of Rashi, that once the lisha took place, it's chayeves b'chala, even if he went and cooked the kemach later. The only, the only way to understand Rashi is a second way that since the Chivchala was Chal, the Chivchala stays forever. Because again, from Rashi, one sees that according to everyone you need wisha and we explained, that that the Rashi holds, that according to everyone you need wisha is based on the fact that the wisha creates the Chivchala. In other words, the wisha is not only a way for the Isa to be considered Lechem, but yet the wisha is what creates the Chil of Chala. And since Rashi understands that the Leisha is not just the way for us to consider the Isa as Lechem, but yet the Leisha itself is what creates the Chil of Chala, we cannot explain Rashi that the, that had the Leisha taken place before the bishul, the reason why this Esau's bechala is based on the fact that it already had a Teres Lechem. Because according to Rashi, the Leisha is not in order to give it a teres lechem, in order for us to consider this isa lechem. The Risha is what creates the Chivchala. And therefore, the only way to understand the Kaddish of Rashi is based on the fact that we say that once the Chivchala was Chal, the Chivchala stays forever. Yet, now one has to ask if that's true. The Rashi understands. That the is Chal Mishas Gogol, even though it is not yet considered lechem. In other words, the Chi of precedes that, that it is considered lechem. How does one understand that, that there's a the paters, him, Isa, vechwita, or krashi explains based on the fact that kemach, and a special kemach that was cooked is not considered lechem. Who cares if it's not considered lechem? Even if it's not considered lechem, why can't it be Chayev Bechala from the time of Wisha? just like any isas Chayev Bechala before it has a Teres Lechem? So, one could answer this Kasha based on the Rash and Masech Khala Perak Aleph, Mishnahe. The Rash says the following, even though the Khiv Bechala begins from the time of Gilgal, but yet it is dependent if the person at the time of Gilgal was planning on making this Isa into a lechem or not. Which means if at the time of Gogol he was planning on making this Isa into Alechem, in other words he was he was planning on finishing the Isa in a way in which in which it could be considered a lechem, then we say that the this Vischau Mishas Gogol. But if at the time of Gogol he wasn't planning on, planning on finishing the Isa in a way that it would be considered a chala, then there is no chile of whatsoever from the time of Gogol. In other words, again, there are two p-sukum. Well The first Pasek says that there is a chile of from Lechem. The second Pasek says, And again, even though the chiyav Chala is chamish gogol, even though it does not yet have a Teras lechem, but that's only if at the time of gogol it was going to end up having a Teras lechem. Only then do we say the chiyav is chamish gogol. But if at the time of gogol it wasn't going to end up as a lechem, he wasn't planning on finishing up the Isa to be a lechem, then there is no chiyav of has gogol. That is the chira what one could have said b'shitas Rashi. But again, if one looks carefully at Rashi one sees that in Rashi one cannot say the Khiddish of the Rash. Because had Rashi held like the Rash, had Rashi understood like the Rash, that it's dependent if at the time of Gogol, what his plans were for the Isa, what he was planning on doing to the Isa, then again, why can Rashi understand that the Maches Beshama and Beishil is talking that even in a case they were rushed before him, Isachita? But yet, since he was planning on ending off with Misa Vechlita, that itself is is enough of a reason why it should be Peturim and achala. So from Rashi, one sees that, that it does not make a difference what he was planning to do at the time of the Gogol. So again, one has to understand if we say that the time of the Gogol was Heves even though it does not yet have a Teresachem, and even if he wasn't planning that it should be Lechem, still it's Chayev So what difference does it make if a Misa of is considered Lechem or not? Even if it's not considered Lechem, it should be Chayev Espechala. So to answer Rashi, one has to say as follows, that even though Rashi holds it does not depend on his plan, what he's planning on doing with his isa. But yet, like Rashi, one has to explain that Rashi understands that in order for the Gilgal to be Chayev Espechala, in order for the Gilgal to create a Chayev Chala, you need that the Isa has to have the ability to be Lechem. In other words, even if he was planning on on ending off with him, Isa Vechitah, but if at the time of Gogol, it had the possibility of being Lechem, then even if he would end off with a Misa v'echlita, it would still be Chayaf's Bechala based on the fact that it was Kfanitz Chayv'e Bechala the the Chayaf began from the time of Gogol. But that, though we say that the Chayaf starts with a Gogol, is only if it has the ability to be Rechem. But yet, if let's say he was first a Misa v'echlita and then he did Gogol... So at the time of Gogol, it cannot possibly be Lechem, then the Gogol is not Machayiv Bechalah. Because again, according to Rashi, that Rashi understands the Passoc of Ahoyah Ba'chalcha Mi Lechem Aareth, the first Passoc, in which the Torah says that for you need Lechem, Rashi understands that even though the Chiv is Chau Mishas Gogol, but yet it is dependent upon the fact that it has the possibility of being Lechem. Only then do we say that the Gogol is Machay of That is a Chay Rashi shita. So again, we have two Shitza Serishainim. The Rash holds its, its dependence upon what his plan was at the time of Gogol. If he was planning that it should be, that it should be Kamalechem and the Chil Vishal Mishas Gogol. And no matter whatever happens later, the Chil, that Chil will not go off. Rashi understands that once the Chir is Chal, it will not go off like the rash. But Rashi holds that for the Chir to be Chal. It's not dependent upon what he was planning to do with the Isa. It's dependent upon if at the time of Gogo it had the possibility to be Lechem. That's how Rashi understands. side of the of Now let's go back to the Gemara. In the Gemara we have machlokes for very shlokish if ma'isa ilfas is chayeves bechala or pturim in In other words, if something was baked in a frying pan, is that isa that was baked in a frying pan chayev bechala or pturim in achala? So tesis the kule alma ma'isa ilfas pturim brings down the following chedesh b'shem abenutam. Tasis brings down the rabbinutam that that there bechemish argue by Maisa Ophas. Do we say the Maisa Ophis is Chayeves Pachal? The Maisa Ophis is considered Lachem. Or not, or to be considered Lachem, you, you need that it should be baked in a tanner. Sektesis so Machoikes is only in an isa... that's buywasa. An isa... that is a thin mixture. Fuata you have an isa... that's a thick mixture. Everyone agrees that it is Chayiv Bechala. Like Tesva says, since the Chayiv Chala was Chal already, already the Chayiv Chala began from the time of Gogol. And since the Chayiv Chala began from the time of Gogol, even if you end up baking it in a the Ma'isa there will still be Chayiv Bechala. So here one could understand that 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 Abinu that, that Tam holds, that by B'lase Ava, it is chayav bechala even if you ended up baking it in a Maisa olfas in a frying pan. It is based on that, like we explained in Rashi, that once the chiyav chala is chal, it doesn't make a difference what happens later. Even if we end up going and baking it in a Maisa olfas, and now it, it is not considered lechem since the chiyav chala was chal from the time of gogol, the chiyav chala stays forever. That is a chayyav one could have understood, Abinu Tam, and so too we find in Thesis and brachas that from zayin that tesis explains that that the that, that 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 we say that by that by b'ulasei avah it is chayeves is based on the fact that the chivchal was chal. Now again, Abinu Tam said that the whole machloikes, beichner and beishvakish is only by b'ulasei raka. So from Rebbeinu one sees that even though B'lilasei Raka is not considered Gogol, in other words, to be considered Gogol, you need B'lilasei Ava, you need a thick mixture, a thin mixture is not considered Gogol, but yet from a Tam, one sees that of you do not need a Gogol. That for Chiyavchala, it is enough that it has a Teras with that, that it was baked later on in a Tanur. Or in a Maisel office According to Rabbi Echanan. But yet according to everyone. Even though there was, even though there was no Gogol. Still we say that as long as it has a Terasachim. It is Chayav Esbechala. But yet we say. That by B'lasei Ava. Even if he ended up baking it in a Myself us Everyone agrees that it is Chayav Esbechala. Because even though we said. You do not need a gogol. in other words, gogol is not what creates the challah, but yet the challah is Chal Misha's gogol, even though it is not yet considered a Lechem. And therefore, since the challah is Chal, the challah stays forever. That is how one could have understood a Benyotah like Thesis speaks out in Brachas of Amazayin and Rabais. But yet, yeah, Tesis goes on to say that Rabbi Nuttam did not only say his halacha as far as the of is concerned, even as far as Hamaitzi, the halacha is that as long as it was you can make a Hamaitzi on this Isa even if you ended up baking the Isa on the maisa So from Tesis, one clearly sees. As Abchayim explains in Hokez Chometzumata, that that the that, Abinutam holds that as long as as long as it had a boyassei avah, even if he went and baked it in a maizel of so the stochayevas is not because the chilchala was chal, like like we explains Vishita v'ashi. And the rash and tesis, and brachas afamazayin and base but the psharei zabeinutam holds that as long as it had buriyosei ava, as long as it had a gogo from the time of gogo, it is considered lechem. And since from the time of gogo it is considered lechem, once it's considered lechem, it is considered lechem forever, even if you end up even if you end up taking it in a meisel ofas. Again, because Ben understands that that, that the Tirus and Mereshas say chem, hath the of Chalas Chal Mishas Gogol. Ben understands because from the time of Gogol and on it is considered Lachem, and that for that reason the khi of Chalas Chal Mishas Gogol. And therefore Ben holds once it's concer- once it's considered Lachem the khi of Lachem stays forever no matter what you do to the Lachem later on, and therefore not only is a Chiyuv but even as far as Hamaytzi is concerned, it is still considered Lachem, and therefore one can make a Berkas Hamaytzi on this Isa that was baked in the Maisa Ilfas. And therefore, according to Abin it is poshit that by Buylassa even though Abinutam understands that by Buylassa there was no Gogol, in other words, to consider Gogol you need a thick mixture. But yet, according to Abaynu that understands that that we say that that the isas chayavus mishas Gogol is based on the fact that it's considered lechem mishas gogo. In other words, the gogo is not what creates the chiyav but the gogo is a way in which the isa is considered lechem. So therefore, even if you have, even if you have a buyosayraka, which is not considered gogo, as long as you have an afia later with through which it is considered lechem, it will also be chayavus bechala. So again, we have three sheetahs as far as how to understand the Chi of Gogol. Beinutam understands that from the time of Gogol it is considered lechem. Rashi and the Rash understand that from the time of Gogol it's Chala Chi of Chala. Even though it is not considered lechem. Rashi and the Rash argue. If in order for us to say that the Chiyah of is Chav Gogol, do you need, that he was planning on making this Isa into Lechem, or do we say that as long as it had the possibility to be Lechem at the time of Gogol, that itself is enough for the Isa to be Chayav Esbechawa? You have been listening to the shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. We need your help to continue our mission. To find out about dedication opportunities, visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.